I'm gonna trick former guest Ben into making us theme song. That's it. Okay. Better, closer, warmer. Uh, all modern art is communistic. I want to be the first man to nut in space. Fuck you. Fuck off. Where are we finding it? Why can't we Better, find it? Closer, Why do you guys warmer. keep saying all this change? We're playing Fortnite. Let's have fun. We need to get to that post-World War II mentality where Better, closer, no one in the warmer. world is going to Twitch and typing in climate first. Don't tweet us about how our stuff's inaccurate. At this point, I don't think the N-word tape would change anything. The piss tape might. From New Orleans to New York. It's the Alenios Podcast, baby. Dude, that was TNT. Welcome back to the Lineals Podcast. Wait, we're here. Not even we're in silence. It. We are doing it right now, regardless of what Seth thinks. I'm Smith. I'm here, joined by. Well, I've already been introduced, but I'm Seth. And that voice that makes you moist, baby. Yes. <laughs> That's yeah. I'm definitely coming in with that every time. Marcus is in the house. <laughs> Welcome. Making oh, us all moist. <laughs> Well, luckily for y'all, I come pre-moist, so this has oh. already happened. Oh, excellent. What I'm saying is I got mud butt, gentlemen. Oh, good to hear. Been struck by the... Mud butt. I've been struck <laughs> by mud butt. And it's rough, man, it's rough. God, that just sounds terrible. I mean, you've had mud butt. We've all had mud butt at different points in our lives. I feel like you need, like, a bidet or something. Oh, he needs, like, a freaking fire hydrant back there. I'm telling y'all, we need to popularize the bidet in America. We I bought a bidet. You did, really? Oh. Yeah, but I can't install it. Why not? Oh. Because, so to install it, I tried, I, I actually almost flooded my apartment doing this. Oh, I haven't told anybody this story. But to install it, you have to, like, you have to unplug your toilet for a little bit, and then you have to install a new T-joint so that your, both your toilet and the bidet can be plugged into your main water supply. Mm-hmm. So that it can have water to spray into your butthole. Um, <laughs> but the apartment complex I'm, I live in doesn't actually... Like, you can turn the water almost all the way off, but you can't turn it all the way off. They don't give you access to do that. Mm-hmm. So I didn't realize that when I was doing it. And then and I almost, like, I had, the, I had the whole thing unplugged and there was water just spewing out. So then I had to, like, try and get it back in there and screw it back in while it was uh while the water was coming out and it um it, it it got all the way to the edge of my bathroom almost went out to my bedroom so i was able to stop it before that but yeah i, tr- I did try to install a bidet and i was screwed <laughs> by my apartment you should have put a thumb over the uh, hole and just hold the water in yeah easy <laughs> did that not occur to you at the time Jam a cork in there? Something? Take my silence as an answer. <laughs> <laughs> These damn millennials who can't do anything yeah. for themselves. But yeah, bidets are... I, I tried to, but yeah. my complex, probably owned by some baby boomer, won't let me do it. That's true. That um, is true. But yeah, I tried to do a bidet. I, I'm on... I would love to be on the bidet train. I want to just wet my asshole every time I poop. <laughs> because, I mean, honestly, whenever I wipe, it's like trying to get peanut butter out of a wool carpet. So it's like, I, I really, really need something better to do the job for me. That is a very telling image of your situation. Indeed. Oh, oh wow. Oh, yeah. man. 
No, but bidets, think about it. They they feel great. They are uh, better for the environment. They're using tons of toilet paper. Yeah, you use a lot less toilet paper. And they get you fucking clean very efficiently, in my opinion. Yeah, and other countries, it's like standard. Yeah. Like, they don't even use toilet paper in some countries. It's just, just bidets. I remember when I was watching that show uh, with, uh, what's his name, Carl Pilkington? What was that show called? Idiot Abroad? Yeah, where he went to China and it showed that guy yeah. going to the bathroom, and all there's not even a fucking toilet, like a seat for you to sit it's on. Just a, it's just a hole in the ground. And you like <laughs> lean your back against the wall and just pop yourself up there squatting and take a shit. And I'm like, that's perfect. Give me that. Yeah. I don't think you're supposed to lean your back against the wall. I think it's just, you know, squatting shit. How else would you support yourself, Marcus? With your legs? Yeah, you can you only <laughs> squat with something behind you? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Smith. With your leg... <laughs> oh great no well as a <laughs> as a as a as a overweight man myself I, yeah i need some kind of support back there to help myself stay up so i would yeah, but, you the wall. but you didn't all before you were overweight you didn't need it oh so well yeah of course it. then i so can some so, people yeah easy fix you'll just go to the handicap stall where you know it's still a hole but there's rails so. well there's a, there is a wall back there for you to lean against though like why not use it that wall is probably not not trustworthy yeah <laughs> The last dude had diarrhea, you know. You don't want to deal with that. I mean, look, I'm already in China. I might as well immerse myself in the culture. And And, and the fecal matter of Getting some other man's diarrhea on my own butt. Just just go for it. (laughs) Why not, right? Oh, yeah. Hmm. It's like those things they do here in America. You're you're seeing the the fecal transplant? Um, I have heard of this, yes. No, what? When your when your butt bacteria is messed up, they gotta get you somebody else's poop and put it in there to get you their their yeah. butt bacteria. Wait, they have to put someone's poop in your butt in because your butt, yes. why? Because you because you're, your bacteria is like like you're, you're like your body is not is like rejecting it, so you have to get better bacteria from somebody else to help your body uh, get back to normal. This this is a very confusing concept for me. It's, it's, it's a, a real thing. thing. It should preferably be, be a family member as well. It's either be a family member or a complete stranger. <laughs> yep, yep. Like bone Usually somebody they just find. They're just like, hey, anybody got a poop? And then some guy's like, I, I'll do it. Oh, oh, and that's, that's the guy that you get your poop from most of the time. Because you know your whole body is filled up with bacteria, right, Marcus? I mean, yeah, I know that. Like, and it goes from, the, goes from your gullet all the way to your butthole. And it's all bacteria. It helps you do your shit. Literally. uh, Okay, yeah, all right. Do you know what what Soylent is? I know it's like some weird, like, meal supplement drink. It's a meal replacement drink, my friend. It's like a gray sludge that you drink, and it gives you all your essential nutrients you need. Ooh. Yeah. And some people swear by it. But the guy who made it um, is a complete fucking freak. And one of the things he did... While, uh, because he, because he hates eating and he hates cooking, he thinks that kitchens are full of knives and fire <coughs> and they kill him. And he doesn't, he, he's like, it's very presumptuous of the architect to think I wanted a, a, a kitchen in my apartment. Like, who wants that? And yeah, what an ass, point, what a fucking idiot that architect wants. <laughs> Bold of you to assume I want to cook food in my home. Right, he's, dude, that's not even a joke, that's what he said. And at one point, he, he gave himself some kind of medical treatment that killed all of his gut flora. And he got violently ill because you need that flora there to do stuff. And if you don't have it, other bad flora will move in and make you sick. 
So, he's just a fucking moron, basically. Yeah, he's like, he's on the next level of just being fucking in, like, he is insanely next level, I think I'd call it. Like, he mm. does stuff that is, like, on a level that no one ever needs to achieve. He never washes clothes. Never washes his clothes. He I just mean, buys new ones. If you're clean, you know, why, why would you need to? Right? You know what he does? You know what he does, Marcus? Did he just shit his pants? And... Nope. He takes his clothes off when he's done with them, puts them in the freezer overnight, yes. <laughs> wears them again, and after about three or four times, he just th- he throws them away or donates yeah, them to charity. Yeah, he just buys new ones. He just buys really cheap clothes and then just... Which oh. isn't isn't a, the the worst thing he does by far, but no. still kind of weird. Yeah, he doesn't own weird. TV. He doesn't he doesn't own a TV. He has a projector that he he projects movies that he downloads off of uh, off of a uh, BitTorrent. You know what? I would do that. I would because TVs are almost useless. Wow. He never drives. He thinks he should be driven everywhere he goes. He only uses Uber. He never used the bus though because people on there are dirty. So I mean, he only buses are Uber. awful. Like oh my god. Marcus has really taken the the, the uh, different Listen. tack here that I would have thought he would. <laughs> yeah, Listen, I'm sorry. You might like this guy. I'm sorry. Like I I understand like all the bad things that you are telling me, but he's hitting some good points here. <laughs> right, but it all comes from a rich, like wealthy, privileged person background. Like other folks ride the bus because they can't afford to take an Uber everywhere. You know. Yeah, yeah. Understand. Understand. Yeah. Uh, and the people cook their food because they want to eat actual things and not drink gray sludge. Yeah. And the weird thing about Starlink to me is it's not any cheaper than buying real food. In fact, it's much more expensive. Yeah. <sighs> it's like a month of Starlink is like, I don't even remember what the cost was, but people like, they like, even if you eat out every meal, it is still more expensive to buy a Starlink. Yeah. <laughs> And their goal was to, like, I don't know, bring the price down somehow. You know, it's the, the shit's full of mold and stuff. And it's like, it's like, I think the math was, like, it'll be about on par with eating out most of the, most of the time. But if you could just eat out and, and, and maybe lose a little bit of money on that, wouldn't that be better than drinking gray sludge? Also, oh. like, are there other health benefits? Like, I saw that, does it, like, promote weight loss or anything? Or is it just, like, a non-factor? Nope. All it does is give you <coughs> nutrients, and that's it. Wow. There's no, like, weight loss component to it at all. So, so it's basically a nasty-looking vitamin water. Exactly. Well, it's more like it's more like Slim Fast or Insure or whatever, but mm. more yeah, science-y. No flavor. <laughs> yeah. There's a chocolate flavor, but I've heard people say it tastes like garbage. Ah. <laughs> and, Interesting. Uh, Look at these people, losers eating garbage, know what it tastes like. <laughs> Well, I should have mentioned that they are possums. Those people just says we're possums. Oh, so. okay. They can talk? <laughs> I mean, if you try hard enough, anything can talk. Or do they just, like, eat garbage and then eat this and they didn't have any, like, noticeable difference in their expression? <laughs> <laughs> I imagine a possum's expression would not change if he was eating a ribeye compared to, I don't know, an old can of fucking uh, coffee grounds. <laughs> probably about the same, same expression on his face. Yeah, that's what you have for breakfast every day, right? It's just a can of coffee grounds. <laughs> can of coffee grounds. And a, well, I have a little bit of ribeye with my ca- can of oh, coffee grounds. Do you roll the ribeye in the coffee grounds? I have, a, I have a separate little quarter-sized bit of ribeye, and then I have a whole big heaping helping can of uh, of, uh, of uh, coffee grounds. Oh, nice. Delicious. It. It's delicious. How, how much longer do you want to live? <laughs> Not much longer. Not much longer. I'm 30. I'm ready to go, my friend. Like, yeah. 
Jesus take the wheel. I'm done. <laughs> but uh, so we. I'm back, folks. Oh, okay. All right. Oh my <laughs> god. Well, hey, don't worry. We continue the podcast without you, and it's great. That's good. Yeah, man. I was I was worried there for a minute, but. Are you sorting your change? I literally am. (laughs) (laughs) This is audio fucking toxicity. What are you doing? Yes. Oh my god. Uh, Wait, what are we talking about? Like a darker person or something? What? Remember how how I told you that one day we're going to have a fantasy novel where they're going to call black people dark people and it's just going to be because they're evil? Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. I was telling Marcus about that theory that I have. Okay. That's it. Black people. Gotcha. Dark people, um, and that's easily material for the podcast. You can keep that part in. <laughs> it's, it's, um, the, it's the Chris Rock bit: the difference between black people and dark people. Yeah, black oh, people man. and vampires. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? We don't really see much of is black vampires. Most of there was Blackula. A blade. There, there was black. There's one or two in uh, Twilight as well. Does Count Chocula count as a black? No, he's not black. <laughs> what are you talking he's like, about? He he's just like, likes chocolate. That's a racist, Marcus. He's chocolatey, though. I'm like... No, he likes chocolate. He's not I mean, made like of chocolate. chocolate too. I'm looking at a picture oh, okay. of chocolate See, right that's, now. This, okay, that's what on. I was thinking, because he was wait like minute, made of up. chocolate. No, no wait. Okay, that picture was was incorrect. I mean, he might no, be chocolate. Italian. <laughs> he could no. be an Italian. Count chocolate is not made of chocolate. I, that's, he's If he's pushing a chocolate cereal and he's Count chocolate, why is he not made of chocolate? I'm going to say this man hey. right here is probably Italian. I've posted it. <laughs> you can all look at him. Marcus, I'm not saying you're wrong, but I'm definitely not saying you're right. Okay? <laughs> he's think, definitely not black. You know, we got to take this to Judge hair. Fudge and he will figure it out. How about By that? By the way, uh, I looked up I looked up Count Chocula. Images uh-huh. and they give you like related searches. Yeah, let me read. Let me read them off to you real quick. Oh boy, Booberry, mm-hmm. Vintage, Original, Pop, Funko, Live Action, Ted Cruz. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Why yes. is Ted Cruz involved? Does he, he have looks a like Count Chocula. <laughs> I'm looking at it now, and there's a there's a pretty good resemblance. Oh my god, he kind of does, doesn't he? Holy shit. Well, that settles that Count Chocula is white. <laughs> yeah, he's whiter than white. <clears throat> oh my god. So was it was anything serious discussed while I was gone? Or was no, much, we no, know? we just talked to each other about our yeah. lives. Seth so. wants his uh, redemption match in Smash, and I'm like, yes. yes. And Marcus is like, not even going to entertain the idea that I could have gotten any better. <laughs> I didn't say all that. I said, you basically did. <laughs> I said you can try to beat me, but you probably won't. <laughs> oh my god, Marcus. Hey, Marcus, you played the new Smash? I have played a little bit, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he needs to buy it. And Ugh. So, okay. What I wanted to talk about before I, before I left was Soylent and this advertisement yes. that I sent you guys. Did y'all watch this ad? Um, of course. Which one? <laughs> it's a guy talking about when he was at Amazon, he had to produce a joint Soylent Amazon ad. Um, and I didn't know there was a video. I just saw the text. Yeah, if you click on, you could, if you click on actual tweets, you can go in and see the whole context, and sometimes there's things in there like videos or little GIFs or whatever which you might want to look at. Uh, mm-hmm. This is research for our show. You, know, you can kind of click on a link or two. Um, so, this, so this ad, I've watched it, is insane. Because it's about a person who drinks Soylent versus a person who eats 
a sandwich. And the bad person in this in this sketch is supposed to be the guy who eats the sandwich and takes a lunch break. Well, I'm already oh. out, so sandwiches are life, okay? Dude, I'm I'm looking through the the Slack channel and I even searched for Soylent and I can't find anything. <laughs> <laughs> it's this the Justin Williams. One. Now, you know, this is opposed to the woman who drinks Soylent and doesn't take her lunch break and gets handed a plaque that says promotion, and then she stops a mugging because apparently she drank Soylent, <laughs> which makes you Soylent. capable of stopping crime. Soylent makes you a superhero. Got it. But the basic idea behind the the the, the video is if you eat your lunch and have a full bright human being, you're a loser. And, and you you won't be as uh, as good as a person who skips lunch and drinks the sludge. This is such flawed logic because meetings don't even happen during lunchtime. <laughs> well, Seth, that just sh- that just shows me that you don't have enough get up and go. You're not going to the lunch meetings. Really? You're slacking, man. You drink. She got a medal of life from the fucking mayor of Who Caresville. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this looks like New York City, so. Fucking who's who's the mayor of New York City? Bill De Blasio right now, or is it it's De Blasio, isn't it? Who gives a shit? Is it, wait, is it not fucking Giuliani? <laughs> Giuliani is dead, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, dumbass. He's <laughs> talking. Because Bloomberg is not the mayor anymore. I think it's De Blasio. Who gives? It's who gives. You're not. We're not in New York. Um. So yeah, Solent sucks. Thoughts. Are we back in the podcast now? We've been back in the podcast since I first, since I got, yeah, I'm not cutting anything we y'all recorded. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I cut mic. Wait, definitely cut stuff we recorded. It's personal. Oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah. Um, so we're back in, right? We've been back in the podcast for a little bit, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're here. We're soiling. So yeah, is this is our, this is our Soylent episode. So yeah, I, that, that, um, that video is actually pretty funny because of like what I said is that like. The thing is, like, people been taking lunch breaks for so long. Like, people who make meetings are old people, and they take lunch breaks. They love lunch breaks. So, those meetings are not doing, not done during lunch. So that's that's weird. And it's over. And it's also like just a really shoddily made. Like, you feel like Amazon and Solar might put some more money behind this. Marcus, what are your thoughts? Um, my thoughts would be I should at least try Soylent once. I feel like I'm gonna Damn. not like it just from the description I've heard so far. Marcus is just and open to everything. I mean, I feel like yeah, yeah, basically. Also, I love sandwiches, okay? You know. BLTs, PBJs, Subway, Quiznos. I love sandwiches. Just go ahead and name all the brands real quick, saying all name all your friends. Yeah. We always say we do ads. We do subliminal ads. Tuna salad, egg salad. Uh, pineapple, right. all the same. Well, how, how have we not mentioned a Reuben yet? <laughs> oh man, open face oh. or closed face? Uh. <laughs> Hot dogs. Marcus, what's the last time you've been to a Quiznos, my dude? Oh my god, it's been too long. I've only been to Quiznos one time in my life. And it was like 10, 11 years ago, probably. Oh, when did man. you last see a Quiznos? They're so not very prevalent. Yeah, and it makes me kind of sad. You like You like them that much? I do, like, alright, so, I was eating Subway for most of college. Yeah. But then I had Quiznos once, and oh my god, like, my eyes were opened, and I was just like, ah, oh, 
Ah, it's so good. They gave me a yes. soup to go with my sandwich. Oh. I dipped the sandwich. Oh, well, Marcus, what? it's not Subway's fault you never open your eyes, okay? <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't blame that on Subway. I will blame it on Subway. They kept my eyes closed. But anyone who's trying to make an enemy of a sandwich is not my friend, okay? All right? <laughs> so, hmm. We all know Marcus is a, is a big fan of sandwiches, so... To mark against, so I, don't, I don't know so how well so it's gonna work for you, buddy. Now, now here's something I want to talk about, y'all. Um, so we all know that having babies is super expensive, right? Yes, costs a lot of money. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm looking at a bill right here for a, a delivery of a, of a baby, and it has a certain line item that I think we should we should all be interested in, which says "skin to skin after C-section." Do y'all know what that means? That means uh, that... holding your baby, right? Yeah, because they think it's just—they don't think it's a fact. Sorry, I'm not a doctor. It's like if you hold your baby skin to skin or whatever after they're born, it helps with the whole bonding process. And there's some kind of biological component to it too, where like it helps them inherit the mother's like antibodies or something. Well, to get to get this done, it costs you thirty nine dollars and thirty five cents. Wait, wait, wait. They're charging people to touch their babies? Yep. Yes, to hold your own baby. That's that's fucked up. Yeah. What? I mean, I'm, I'm kind of glad it's only 30 bucks, but still, the fact that it costs money at all right, is yeah. a serious problem. <laughs> what the fuck? I mean, yeah. it, right here it says the C-section itself is $3,100. Yeah. And the total charge comes out to 16, uh, 16.26. So having a baby is pretty fucking expensive. Yeah, that's insane. Like, that's something, like, I really learned when I was growing up was I didn't, I thought, you know, having a kid, that's, like, free, right? You go to the hospital, you have a kid, you leave. Nothing at all. They, they make you pay for it. <laughs> like, that's crazy, right? Welcome to capitalism, baby. Woo! I mean, it costs money to be born, and it costs money to fucking die. Like, somebody, like, yeah. you get to pay to come have your body taken away and fucking buried. Yeah, and funerals, like, cost money, which, by the way, we should abolish funerals, I think. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Well, funerals, we should still have, but it's the cost and the, the, the whole burial process. We probably can't afford to bury people anymore. Yeah, I think we should. First of all, we should cremate everyone from now on. And we should also retroactively cremate every person who's ever died. Now we're talking. <laughs> we should we should dig up. Actually, not even dig them up. We should just, you know, just set a little little fire in all uh, graveyards. I think. Wait, you're just gonna burn the grass? We're, we're, we're gonna burn deep. Burn deep. Okay. <laughs> yeah. deep we're, we're gonna invent a new way to deep, burn things six feet into the ground. You know what, Seth? Let's just go ahead and just let's set off a real a little tactical nuke in there. Go ahead and just really make sure oh. it's all good and done. Okay, okay. I'm not crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about deep burning, okay? But like but like it costs like it even costs money to get cremated. Like the only way you can die in America and it not cost someone something is if you get your body donated to science. And that requires like a whole lot of paperwork to be done. And they gotta pay for it then. Which is I mean somebody else's charge, but I mean how, how fucked up is it that being born costs money and dying costs money? Oh, don't don't forget the cost of being alive. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> the like, most expensive part. But like two yeah. things you have no control over. No one you you don't have control over being born. You have no control over dying. Those things just happen to you. Well, so some like, people do. Well, yeah, okay, whatever. But those people are an exception to the rule, I suppose. Sure. 
But most people, I think, do not have a choice of when they die. It just happens. Yeah. And so that's just uh, fucked up that it's going to cost your family money. Honestly, when I die, I want... Technically, I want my body to be shot into space. With the hopes... Wow. Of, uh... <laughs> with the hopes of aliens reviving me. And sending me back yeah. for who knows what. You know, it could they'll be... revive you. They'll do experiments on you for exactly, years. Exactly. Exactly. They will but... suck and fuck and probe <laughs> every part of your body <laughs> until they find out what the fuck you are. You are they're gonna fuck you a lot. Like, if I'm... <laughs> <laughs> listen. Let's just hope I don't find other humans, okay? Because then that's definitely gonna happen. They'll probably draw a dick on me at least one. You already have a dick on you. What are you talking I'm, about? I'm saying draw. <laughs> I said draw a dick on me. So yeah, you, you already one. have one. He should have more of these, it seems. Yeah. <laughs> the specimen doesn't have the regular five dicks that our species does. <laughs> Dear God. It's what like a the... puny being. <laughs> It's like one of those like uh, porcupines or whatever that has like a dick with three heads on it, and oh, you're like, Lord. okay, sure, I get it, and then it's like, but only one head actually comes at a yeah. time. A porcupine's dick is just another ones? porcupine. <laughs> uh, I don't understand the point um, of a porcupine and a three-headed dick, but I'm sure nature had something in mind there. Hey, intelligent uh, design, right? <laughs> no, here's the thing: if intelligent design was real, human beings would be able to retract our dicks and balls into ourselves. Like every if other intel- animal. If intelligent design was real, that Netflix show Russian Doll would be like oh Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish I was dead. <laughs> hey, that dream hasn't come true yet. Yeah. But when I die, for sure, just dump my body in the woods, let the animals eat me, because I ate them my entire life, so it's only fair they get a crack I'm gonna, at me. I'm going to quote <laughs> Frank Reynolds on this one. When I'm dead... Fucking mash me up into pieces, throw me in the garbage. I don't care. If you're dead, you're dead. Yeah. That is true. And they're coming yeah. back, so. Kind of reminds me of how they used to bury, like, pharaohs and shit with their like their servants and, like, gold and shit. And it's like. <laughs> and their cats and boats. Fucking dumbasses. <laughs> like, you, you Can you imagine dead. being those servants who literally just had to starve to death while they, while they watched the fucking dude rot? What a shitty existence, man. Yeah, that's gonna be awful. But, uh, so speaking of being born, another uh, great segue. Yeah, our segues here. are fucking crisp <laughs> this episode. Oh, yeah. So did you guys know that Georgia has the highest rate of maternal, of maternal mortality in America? I have a question. Does what? maternal mortality mean the mom dies or the kid dies? The mother does. Okay. Holy shit. I did not know that. The highest Whoa. rate in America... Damn, must suck to be from Georgia. <laughs> yeah. And you would think that America would be pretty low on the list of countries that have high mortality rates. We're actually not in even that top we're not even like in the top or low or bottom ten. Like way more countries beat us in this. That's that's actually kind of pathetic for American standards. Including everyone's favorite punching bag, Cuba. They have a, a lower mortality, maternal mortality rate than we do. Wow. wow. That's good for Cuba, though. It is good for Cuba. Cuba, mm-hmm. keeping the dream of communism alive. Man. You want another statistic I heard? What's that? This might be completely untrue. I think I heard it on Twitter. Oh, God. <laughs> but it's like, apparently America has like 7% of the world's population, but 23% of its prison population. Yeah, that's true, actually. I saw that, too. Yeah, isn't that like... 
insane that we have almost a quarter of all prisoners in the world while only having we have less than 10% of the population. I think Bernie Sanders tweeted that actually recently. It might have been him. I do. Yeah, that sounds like I do, something I do he'd be up on. on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, we got all these prison people and you would think that like from the things they tell us that like China or Russia would have more imprisoned people than us. But it's not even fucking close. We spoke yeah. to everybody. And it's because, you know, uh, prison is a business. That's true. And you can make money. Not only can you make money off of um, people being in prison, but um, imprisoning people, you know, in not only instills fear in them, but also it instills um, you know, class, classism or class roles on people. You know, it's more likely that a, a person who's under the poverty line is going to go to prison than someone who isn't. Yep. So and folks that go to jail and get out are more likely to go back to jail. Yep. And if mm. they don't go back to jail, they're, they're definitely going to live much below the poverty line. Yeah. Because the system is set up to fuck people who go to prison, people who are poor, which overlap a lot. Yeah, we force people into committing, committing crimes, and then we send them to jail for them, and then we just use them as free labor. I mean, that's just how it is. I mean, people, oh, yeah. listen for all you pedants out there. Being paid seven cents an hour is not being paid. That's nothing. Yeah, like, what's that, like a dollar a month or something? It's pretty close, yes. Yeah, it's it's fucking incredibly oh. low. Ugh. But here in Georgia, uh, 79 counties uh, have no OBGYN. Uh, rural hospitals are closing at an incredible rate, including the one close to where uh, me and Seth grew up. Um, I thought you were about to say 79% of mothers <laughs> died during pregnancy. <laughs> That would be an insane statistic. What an incredible statistic that would be. It's, like, it's insane shit. that any of us are alive. That would be a, a fucking emergency, I think, maybe. <laughs> but you know what? Still probably wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Um, but instead of trying to fix this, the uh, the Republican government of Georgia is instead trying to push a, uh, a heartbeat bill. You know what that is? Nope. It's like if a fetus has a heartbeat, you can't abort it or whatever. Just like more restrictions on abortion. Hmm. But, but is abortion what's killing the women? Nope. Okay, cool. <laughs> Moral of the story, and, they don't care. <laughs> and see, that's the problem is that honestly, one of, the thing, one of the things that would legitimately solve this problem is for there to be more Planned Parenthoods in Georgia. Yeah. Because Planned Parenthood doesn't just do abortions, which they do and it's important. But they also just do like regular reproductive health and like like stuff for like women who are you know in in pregnancy, <sighs> who are pre- in pregnancy, who are pregnant. <laughs> um, so and yeah, that's just something. I mean, that's just something that could be a a quick fix um, to a lot of these problems. But obviously, they would never implement that. No, because they perform abortions, and therefore, it can't be allowed to happen. Yep. Oh man. So moving on from depressing medical news to some happy medical news. Um, a billionaire diamond trader has died during a penis enlargement operation in Paris. Isn't this the funniest shit you heard? <laughs> it's so fucking funny, dude. <laughs> wait, wait. Did he die with, like, complications from the surgery? Or his surgery was so ridiculous that he died? It's, I, I don't know. I'm looking, I clicked on the link to it, and I'm seeing a video right now which is titled, Are Big Breasts Dangerous? <laughs> I think yes, people. I think we found it out. <laughs> I was about to say answer, no. Oh, okay. Uh, well, it says right here that this Belgian-Israeli billionaire diamond trader 
uh, died while trying to get his penis enlarged. It does not say uh, if he was trying to get it enlarged too much, but it says he had a, uh, a heart attack uh, when a substance was injected into his penis. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> it says, I mean, I would, I would probably also have a heart attack if someone stabbed my penis with a needle. <laughs> but do y'all know how old he was? Oh, you he was like 40-something, right? No, dude, he was 65. Oh, really? man, I was, was going to go for 57. Damn, if I you, he was younger than that. If you've lived 65 years with a small penis, just finish out the fucking game, man. <laughs> I know. And, like, the thing is, you're a rich guy. People don't, you don't even have to have a big penis. Yeah, you it's like no one cares. Penis. That was so, his dream, though, man, and he's ha- he's got the money to do it. Why wouldn't he? Damn. Like, you're I feel still like Marcus really plays both sides on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're still is... getting laid regardless, right? Like, who gives yeah. a shit? It says right here that he faced a claim uh, for four billion, I guess the symbol means euros, which are just fake money, I guess, uh, from the Belgian (laughs) authorities for tax evasion on diamonds illegally imported from the Congo to Angola. And for a four billion dollar claim, you know what he paid in terms for his his, uh, his, his fine? What? 137 euros. Wow. Man, that's BS. Crime does pay. Frick. It fucking does, dude. that, That... Go ahead. No, you go ahead. The kind of ironic part of this to me is um, there's a show on TBS now called Miracle Workers. Yeah. Uh, which is about like how heaven is basically just a company and God's the CEO. And he's played by Steve Buscemi. And he's like, he's in this time in his life where he's just like mad that no one like really like likes him anymore. So he's like kind of torturing people. And one of the things he tries to do is he tries to, uh, he wants to kill Bill Maher because Bill Maher keeps saying bad stuff about him. So his plan is to have Bill, Bill Maher's dick explode oh God. and kill him. And that aired, that episode aired this past week, like well, right shit. before this millionaire shit happened. And it was so crazy that that was the plot of that episode. It says oh. right here, though, I, th- I think I've nailed down why this happened, everybody, or why he got oh. the penis enlargement. It says right here, according to, uh, his name was, was, was oh, fuck, how do how you pronounce this? Ehud Ire Laniado. It says here, according to Laniado's friends, the only time he forgot his short height was when he asked his accountant to read out his bank statement, something which he did multiple dimes a day. Mm. Wow. How fucking insecure people be. Already rich as hell, but he... uh, Oh, hey. He he was definitely going to do it. You know, at some point in his life so so he was short and he had short man insecurity and so to fix that he's got to get his penis enlarged damn short small dick a lot of money that is a dangerous combination (laughs) right there and he probably wanted the kickstand penis oh for sure i mean just look at what mark zuckerberg is doing Oh, man, you know Mark Zuckerberg's got a little tiny-ass dick. Yeah, Mark Zuckerberg's the only man shorter than Ben Shapiro. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So, I want to ask you a question, Seth. Yes. I I saw something this week that you took a different interest in, and it was uh, this this assurance we got from the U.S. Army that their robot tank system will adhere to the AI murder policy. Hey, I'm just glad they weren't sticking to some kind of random murder policy. (laughs) 
Wait, wait. For for people like me who don't know what the AI murder policy is, please enlighten me. Oh, well, see, it's pretty simple. It's, uh, you know, they do the right thing. It's just they're just programmed to always murder the right people. That's all it is. It's so so simple. It's, who, who couldn't think of this? Their system is called ATLAS, and it stands for Advanced Targeting and Lethality Automated System. Oh, oh, God, don't... Oh, my God. When you put automation and lethality in the same anagram, it's a bad... It's a bad mixture. Naming something Atlas is basically like calling it Skynet, I'd say. (laughs) Basically. Oh, but guys, you want to hear the benefit of using Atlas? Oh, boy. Let's hear it. It's going to acquire, identify, and engage targets at least three times faster than the current manual process. Aw, yeah. Shoot... (laughs) Shoot more black people. Got I was about to it. say black and uh, brown people are gonna be identified so uh, fast. No. Oh, but, but don't you worry, know. guys. Fully autonomous American killing machines still aren't allowed to go around murdering people willy nilly. There are rules or policies, at least, and their robots will follow those policies. Yeah, they work on our, those rules. Work so well on our police officers. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> Can't imagine oh my how god. They'd be bent for the robots. This this is the actual freaking plot of the freaking Marvel movie where S.H.I.E.L.D. had the flying the flying gunships and they're like, yeah, we're just gonna identify the bad folks and brrrah, easy. I said, no. No. Yes. Just take humans out of the process entirely. <sighs> but hey, another smooth as fuck transition. Mm-hmm. You mentioned Marvel movies. There's a Marvel movie we can talk about. Oh, we can, yeah. Because we've all three seen it. Yes. It's true. It's so true. on three, on three, let's all say the name of that movie. There's no all way right. we can get this wrong. It's okay. true. All right. One, two, three. Mary Ann Mass. Okay. Right. So. Mary Ann Mass. I'm going to see a different movie. Well, I, I saw Aquaman, so who I'm pretty sure is a Marvel hero, right? That's, that's who it is? Yeah. Yes, uh, yes, yes. Um, yeah. So he's like he's like he's like a guy, and he goes underwater, or he's from underwater, or something. He's played the guy from Game of Thrones, you know the guy, and uh, yeah. the guy that swims yeah. is all right. Amber Heard wore a very bad wig. Uh, Patrick Wilson was in it. Wait, I'm, did you actually watch that movie? No, I'm drowning. <laughs> Say the real movie, okay. Seth. <laughs> okay, so we all saw Captain Marvel. Yes, yes, that movie. newest um, entry entry into the Marvel movie series. Um, starring uh, Brie Larson, Samuel L. Jackson, uh, a couple other people. Who cares? Um, <laughs> Clark Gregg, Jude Law. But yeah, yeah. Fuck Benning. Jude Law. Fuck Jude Law. By the way, mm. really? I fuck hate, Jude Law. I hate Jude Law. Hey, here, here's a fun exercise. What was his name in the movie? Kreeglon. Kreeglon. <laughs> <laughs> uh. You want to know what his name really was? What? Yog Horan. What if I thought you were going to say Jude Law? (laughs) (laughs) Plays himself. I'm Jude Law. I was captured by the Kree in the year 2007. (laughs) Somehow Um, I'm back in the 90s. I don't know how that happened. uh, But yeah, what what would you guys think? 
Uh, I, I'll go first, I guess, since uh, right. I, have, I have probably the most uh, deviant opinion on the movie, which mm-hmm. is that it didn't really do anything for me. Um, I think I may be getting Marvel fatigue, y'all. I may, I may just be <gasps> at a point where I'm like, yeah, all right, another Marvel movie, great. It's, I'll go see it. It's probably be a perfectly adequate movie because Disney has discovered the magical formula for making perfectly adequate movies. And this was one of them. I mean, it goes completely by the numbers. Nothing unexpected really happens. Uh, Captain Marvel is there. Uh, Carol Danvers, and she's she's cool. I mean, I, I love the character from the comic books and whatever, and I thought that they probably could have done more with her in this movie, but there was just so much to do. And only two hours, which is surprising. I thought it was supposed to be a two and 30. It was only a two-hour movie. And so it just felt like it was very scattered. Like, we have to hit so many points, so many plot points in such a short amount of time that nothing ever has time to breathe. Um, now, I will say that, that luckily, uh, the movie is not, as some people thought, and it was promoted as, a recruitment tool for the United States Air Force. Yes, this is something I wanted to touch on. There's still a little bit of that in there. There's still a little bit of fucking Air Force worship, but it's. I would I mean, say a. I'd say a very small amount though. It, it amounts to maybe two or two and a half minutes of screen time total. I'd say. Yeah, um, yeah. I was gonna say that you know a lot of uh, you know you especially, but a lot of people were worried that it was gonna be too raw, raw military. And I would say that I don't want to go into spoilers because I don't want to like actually review the whole movie. But I would actually say there's a, a large message in this movie that is actually very anti-military. In my opinion, <coughs> just like, you know, seeing the movie and like kind of reading into, you know, the, the struggle between the Kree and the Skrull, um, which are the two main, like, you know, warring factions in the movie. It does seem to me to be a, a, a tad bit anti-military. And I was kind of surprised by that. And I was kind of excited, you know. That's kind of a cool thing to add in there. Um... But overall, I actually I, I had I had very, almost no expectations going into the movie because I was I was kind of like you. I was like, oh, another Marvel movie. I mean, I still I love Marvel movies so much. I don't I don't think I'm gonna be fatigued by them for a long Amen. time. But, Amen, brother. Thank you. And so I was just like I was like I don't know it might be good, but I was actually very I was actually thoroughly impressed with um, the movie. I was I was the entire I was entertained the entire time. I was I never really lost the thread of the movie. Never really got super bored. So. Yeah, I was I was I was very into it. So yeah, I, I like it. Go see Captain Marvel. How about you, Marcus? I I'm with uh, I'm with Seth on this one. I I didn't have any expectations. Like when I went to the movie theater, I was kind of excited because I thought I was watching Endgame, but I was like, oh no no, this is Mrs. Marvel. Wait, Captain Marvel. Wait a minute. Things you get wrong in that sentence. You went to a theater and was like, I would like one for Captain Marvel. Can't wait to see Endgame. No way, one for Mrs. Marvel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He also said Mrs. Marvel, which I don't even think we have time to get into. Oh, you're right. Oh, man. Oof. But yeah, I was. I had zero expectations for the movie. Uh, but, but, just as I've said, it's, it's a fun ride. I enjoyed the interactions and characters and stuff. And you know, hey, solid movie. Would watch again, and I'm definitely gonna have to add it to the to the Marvel collection. So, nice. Wait, what do you mean? What you have control over the Marvel collection? No, my personal collection. Oh, okay. (laughs) 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 Only I get to decide what movies go into the official Marvel canon. That's right, man. I've got my stamp and everything. Just canon. 
I will say this. Um, it's not a spoiler. This is an outside the movie kind of thing. Which did y'all happen to notice that there are two directors on the movie? No. Well, they no, got a woman to direct the movie because, of course, you're going to get a woman to direct the first like Marvel superheroine movie. But there's a man who also directed it because they specifically got him for the action scenes. They did not trust the woman director to put out good action scenes, so they got a guy to direct the action stuff. I just hire Catherine Bigelow. That's what I would have done. She made great action yeah. movies. I think it was on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. There was like this throwaway line recently where someone was like, oh, I think that Catherine Bigelow should direct a Star Wars movie. And I'm like, yes! Yeah? <laughs> Please! Uh, I, will, I will be there. It's just one of those things where it was like, that seems... I mean, if I was that director, if I was lady director, I would be insulted that they got a guy to make the action scenes because uh, they didn't trust me. I mean, unless unless like the, that director director was like literally like, oh, I, I just don't like doing action scenes, then I don't see any reason why they should do that. Yeah, it, it, that's, that's one kind of weird uh, thing in there to me. Also, I will say... It, I'm, did y'all see what happened with Stanley's Twitter account? No. No. Stan Lee's Twitter account tweeted to promote Captain Marvel, and as we all know, Stan Lee is dead. Yes. And so some people were like, wait, what? How is the... Why is the dead guy tweeting? Um, and so people were like saying this is disrespectful, like you should just retire a Twitter account because a man is dead. And I kind of agree with that, but at the same time, I'm like, Stan Lee was the biggest fucking booster for Marvel stuff that ever lived. Yeah. If there was one thing he'd probably be okay with, it would be them using his Twitter account to continue promoting their stuff. Yeah, people use, like, dead people's Twitter accounts all the time, and I feel like, and I'm with you, like, I think that at the end of the day, like, um, Stanley would probably be more upset about anything else than them using his Twitter account. Oh, by the way, can we talk about the backlash to Captain Marvel real quick? Oh, what, the the Proud Boys? Just the internet in general, the, the manosphere of the internet. Um, you heard about this, Marcus? No, I have not. Oh man, you guys are so lucky. I'm, I'm, I wish I lived ignorant lives like you do. Right, I have to learn yeah. all the terrible things I know. Hey man, you're there's room to online. live under the rock with me. I'm burdened yeah, by you're, knowledge. You're too online is the problem. But basically, you stick to NBA Twitter like me, you're fine. But basically, dudes were mad because a movie came out and a woman was starring in it, and specifically because it was a female superhero. They got super fucking pissed over it. And there was all this, like, boycott Captain Marvel, and it's going to be an anti-man movie. And there were people who were like, after it came out, they saw it and were like, oh, yeah, this is a super anti-male movie because of the couple boycott. of scenes. <laughs> yeah, boycott. Boycott, more like a girl cut. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Because the couple scenes in the movie where she does get talked down to by men and kind of, like, rebuke them or prove them wrong, that's supposed to be anti-male. Dang. Wow. How about all those movies where men demean women for hours? Hmm. Just those are just hunky dory. Oh, dude, yeah, that's so that's normal. You see that that agrees with their politics, so they're fine. Yeah, but see, I've seen women, also, they, they deserve that in those movies. Yeah, <laughs> and I think Brie Larson at one point said in an interview something about how like she didn't want to hear the white male perspective on Captain Marvel, and I'm, yeah. I'm and people got super mad, but I was like, uh, totally fucking fair, like. First of all, why does the white male perspective matter? Like, I mean, that's that's all that's mattered for like four hundred years. Yeah, <laughs> who give more than that? Really, I'm, we could do we could do that for a little while. I think I think the world will yeah, survive. I think the white male movie critique should have died with Roger Ebert. 
Yeah, it. He's it, fucking he's dead, sucks. right? He's dead. He died. Yeah. yeah. Good. Fuck him. But it's just like, and, and I think she said something about how like she didn't care what white men had to say about a wrinkle in time, which I never saw, uh, to be honest. And I was like, yeah. sure, fair. I mean, that's her opinion. People were like, oh, she's gonna get fired from Captain Marvel because she said this, and it's like she's not. It's not gonna happen. Yeah, if anything, that just strength. Even even if Disney's an awful company, this is going to strengthen their brand of, oh, this is a female movie. Did y'all see what it made, by the way, in its first weekend? Yeah, a fuck Ooh. ton of money. Yeah, just buckets. I think it was $455 million. Yeah, it had the seventh biggest worldwide opening of all time. Heck yeah. So it's just like, all this boycott and shit, they're like, we, we cost Marvel $100 million. No, no not really. Didn't. <laughs> yeah, this movie is insanely successful. All of their movies are going to make like billions of dollars from now on. Right. I mean, I don't know when other people start feeling the Marvel fatigue. I think it's it's hit a, hit a, a sort of like thing, like a, like a plateau, where people are just fine with it, I guess, and they're just going to keep watching them. I mean, I will too, to be honest. It's not like I'm going to stop watching the movies. It's just like my enjoyment of them has, has kind of decreased recently. Um... But no, I mean, they don't seem to be showing any times of slowing down in terms of box office. Like, holy shit. That's true. They're constantly fucking just... I mean, what did it cost to make this movie? Like, $170 million? Like, it fucking blew it out of the water. So, I, all the all the internet outrage, it was... Amounted to nothing. Yeah, it's... it's something that's happened for a while. I mean, the same kind of thing happened when, like, Black Panther came out. People were like, And Star oh, Wars like, before that. Yeah. Why is there going to be a Black Panther? There's not a White Panther. And, like, <clears throat> do you hear yourself? That is the weirdest, weirdest argument you could make. It's really funny, because in the comic, there is, like, a White Panther, basically. <laughs> but he's still a Black guy, though. Like, it's, it's just True. a Black Panther costume, but White. <laughs> True. But, like, they're complaining about it, but it's, if they, like, actually invested the time in it, they would see that there is a white panther so yeah, yeah and he's so cool Reed. that we talk about him all the time <laughs> and we all love white panther <laughs> we all love white panther <laughs> yeah they just got black panther the movie first just to like test the waters they're gonna hit us with white panther oh, so man. soon <laughs> oh my god dude yeah and i remember star wars they were mad about there being a black stormtrooper and that a woman was the main character yeah. and there's a girl like, people, like, do people not watch movies for, like, 30 years? There have been black people and girls in movies for a long time. And yeah, all of a sudden, they're, they're the mad about background, it. background, you know, back there. Oh, right. They want to do more like Lando, like a secondary character, you know, a guy who stands behind Han Solo. Yeah. Man, speaking mm. of Lando, not uh, this, not that Lando is the reason for this, because Lando is the only, good, only one of the only good parts, but, man, fuck Solo. The movie oh, sucked. for sure. It was fucking terrible. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't see it. Don't wow! Skip one it. movie Marcus hasn't seen. Um, <laughs> there, it there is were, on. It's on Netflix, three, but it sucks. Yeah, there, oh, there were girl. three good parts of Solo. There was the incredibly brief reference to Terrace Kasi, the terrible, yes. terrible fighting game. There was L three, who was pretty cool. I liked her character, and there was yeah. Lando. And that was it. Yeah, you forgot about the credits rolling. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of my favorite parts. Movie of the year. The credits of Han Solo. When it was <laughs> not not done. not that the credits were great. The fact that they rolled was the good part. <laughs> I was like, yes, they're here. <laughs> oh, by the way, I don't think we mentioned it in the when we talked about Captain Marvel, but Ben Mendelsohn's character in Captain Marvel, love that dude. He's great in anything, but he's oh, fucking yeah. super good in in Captain Marvel. Yep, he was great. Uh, he really brought a personality, like a humanness, to the to the scroll that I really liked. So. 
I'll recommend it just to see Ben Mendelsohn because that dude's awesome. Uh, mm. you got anything? You got any anything? I got things. If y'all aren't, uh, if y'all aren't, uh, um, I have so many things. I'm gonna hold them back for a bit. Okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let them simmer. So how about this, guys? A man learns he's dying from a doctor on robot video. What? On robot video? Uh huh. What's the robot about the video? I, yeah, I don't. I don't understand anything you just said. Okay, so the, in some hospitals now, uh, they've gotten so fucking hard up for for doctors that they are now having doctors teleprint like telepresence themselves into the rooms, and so they have like these rolling fucking robots with iPads on the on the top of them. They can look through and tell you stuff. And this guy was told by a robot, a doctor on one of these robot video screens, that he's dying of chronic lung disease. Wow. He's like, you're going to die what? within days. Wow. That's so crazy. Like, we've just gotten to a point where it's like, is it really, is it even that hard for a doctor to be at the hospital? That's what I'm wondering. Like, it's like, I mean, I understand that, like, I'm not going to say that being a doctor is an easy job. I understand that it's difficult. Mm-hmm. But, like, isn't the easy part of the job just being there? Isn't that the one easy part of being a doctor? I would think so. And don't you like? And don't these doctors realize that, like, medical technology is getting so so like intelligent that one day robots will be doing our surgery and like doing our like general practicing. So don't they? Don't you think it'd be a good idea to stay at the hospital and like kind of like show that you're a person and that maybe something is valuable about you over these robots? It's fucking crazy, dude. I mean, apparently, got that new surgery machine called the Da Vinci that can do like surgery better than a human. Oh yeah, Wait, is it like, is it automated though, or is it like a assisted? It's kind it's, of thing? it's assisted, but like uh, how long before it's not assisted? Mm. Yeah, like it it can get like super. It, I mean, it, it doesn't have hands that shake ever, and it's super accurate because you can. I mean, it's still a human guided, but I mean, you're guiding it through a fucking screen, so of course yeah, it's gonna like be way more accurate than your hands would be lasers and shit so it's really easy to like do perfect incision and stuff like they said they can, they can pull your fucking kidney out through a fucking hole the size of a dime oh or like your appendix and it's like that's the future of medicine basically uh, which is I mean that's cool I'm not, I'm not, I'm not knocking it that's a, that's a cool yeah, that's, that's a cool that's invention yeah. like, that's neat I mean we need more of that but I don't think that a doctor should tell you through a fucking iPad that you're going to die uh okay alright so here we uh, go <laughs> this fucking guy again. I'm sorry, <laughs> but I feel like, like Seth said, like it's the easiest part about being a doctor is probably just being there. Mm. But in the same token, with this scenario, this is probably one of the hardest parts of being a doctor, like telling a patient you're gonna die. Yeah, this and does like, seem like a, a Scrubs cutaway, like a like <laughs> JD's having a dream. He's like, wouldn't it be so easy if I could just like be a robot and tell the people this? It's like, yeah. <laughs> they, they'd still have all that sadness, possibly some rage, but at least you're not there for them to, you know, yell at, spit at, throw their piss bag at you. Yeah, yeah. I think that yeah. I think that, that being there for that, that was important. That's a human connection you're trying to make with somebody. Like, exactly. They're dying. I mean, true, but at the same time, as a doctor, you probably do this a lot. Like, that's what you sign up for. A few times a week. True, but like, over a certain amount of time, like, as much as you'd want to be there to be like, all right, yeah, you're going to die. I know it's sad. You've probably got, like, five other patients, and 
another one is probably going to die. Well, that just speaks uh, to a deeper issue, which is that we need more doctors. Yeah. Yeah, so I guess, like, I don't see the problem with them using that technoxi- the, uh, technology to kind of... <laughs> to streamline the process, but, like, with streamlining, you get, you know, less personal, and you get things like this. Well, here's a question yeah. I got for y'all. Mm-hmm. Why does it cost money to become a doctor? I mean, why does it cost... Well, I mean, the deeper question there is why does any kind of education cost money? Well, yeah, but what I'm saying is specifically a doctor, right? Because, like, okay, take, take Cuba, for instance. There's no cost to become a doctor in Cuba because they understand that becoming a doctor, the barrier to entry of becoming a doctor is that it's super fucking hard to be a doctor. There's no reason that like, you pay money on top of it being super hard to be a doctor. Like, yeah. that's your that's your test, right? Is those actual tests. Hmm. So what it does is we, we make doctors go and pay all this money, usually from student loans, to become a doctor. You get out of medical school. You're saddled with all this debt. You're going to pay off being a doctor, which is not as well paid as people think it is starting out. And then you're just like in, you're just like a fucking servant to the big pharma companies and all this kind of shit who want to come in and give you kickbacks and help you with your student loans and all kind of stuff if you do what they say. And it compromises the fucking quality of our care because doctors are just part of a larger system in which they are powerless to, to help themselves. Is that making sense? Is what I'm saying making sense here? Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. But I guess it's like first the, the capitalist system to like incentivize you to work i guess like I don't, i'm not sure but like no, it incentivizes that, you to already have money right okay yeah that yeah or to ruin your, <laughs> your life with tons of loans to get it yeah. yeah and i guess i don't know it's it's just a like an evil system like hey you need this amount of money to get there and you have to constantly work to pay that off and yeah a lot of these like high-paying jobs that you can get, you know, like doctor, lawyer, um, all that kind of stuff. It's it's very beneficial for you to not only already have money, but to already know people who are inside of that industry, which is going to just come from you having parents and you know relatives who are already there. And it's just a, a snake eating its own head, and they're all profiting from it. Yep. Well, uh, well, Seth, do you want to know why we don't have any money? Me and you specifically? Oh, uh, everybody. Okay. <laughs> I can tell you. Oh, why. yeah. I, I think I know what you're talking about. This comes courtesy of Jason Calacanis, who is an angel investor in Silicon Valley, who has made a list of reasons people don't get wealthy. Y'all ready for this? I'm sure this is well-informed and woke. Mm-hmm. Number one, a lack of skills. Okay. Not, not so great. Number two, lack of taking risks. Um... Three, not also building a network. Oh my god. Four, mm. poor work ethic. Oh yeah, that's... Mm. Five, not reading books. Okay, I read tons of books. I mean, Six, nice. giving up after getting beat down. Seven... I wonder if this man's ever been beaten down before. Seven... <laughs> Probably not. Fear. Just fear? Just fear. <laughs> Just fear. fear. Wow. Fear exists. I, mean, I, I, I am fail. afraid of stuff, so. <laughs> too afraid to get rich, y'all. Yeah. Uh, eight, being born at the wrong time. That's oh. such a stupid oh, man. thing to say. <laughs> if only I told my parents to not yeah. fuck it. And number nine, being born in the wrong country. But, oh. 
Well. I actually, the thing, though, first of all, that's an insanely stupid tweet, but I agree with one of them, actually. Mm. In the, being born at the wrong time, which is true, because if you were born, you know, 60 years ago, you could be a janitor and afford a house, and you could, like, put two kids through school. Yeah, and your wife would have to work or whatever. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, maybe if I was born back then, I could have had a much easier life and still paid for everything. So maybe he's got a point on that one. <laughs> Um, yeah, this, yeah is, this guy is, like, obviously stupid. I've looked at his Twitter account before, and he is, like, just full of fucking stupid takes. Which he's probably just saying for people like us to talk about on podcasts. Do you know why his Twitter uh, handle is a bunch of unicorns? Why? Because a unicorn... Oh, he, oh, go ahead. That's like when you make, like, that's like a, when you, like, 10x on an investment or something? Yeah, when when a, a company that you invested in evaluates at a billion dollars. Yeah, and he like invested in like Uber or something, right? Uber, uh, fucking Calm, Robinhood, all that shit. Okay. And so, yeah, he, I mean, and he got rich, by the way, because he started a fucking blogging platform that fucking Mark Cuban invested in, which he then sold to AOL for fucking $30 million in 2003. And ever since then, he's been a fucking lucky guy who invests in places. Yeah. Wow. And nowhere on this list does he include the most important fucking reason why people get wealthy, which is they're not being born wealthy. Yeah. Mm, yeah. So like Already people being rich helps. Yeah, people have like negative social mobility in America. Like you most likely you're gonna slide down in life nowadays. So this guy fucking sucks. Yeah, he's he's actually stupid. He ma- he has made a bunch of um, incredibly hot takes. Um, I know, not to not to talk about him too much, but he made one. I know, like Elizabeth Warren is like trying to, um, like talk about how shitty <coughs> Silicon Valley is or something. Mm-hmm. Um, not the TV show, which is great. She loves the show, um, but the the <laughs> the place, the concept, and he was like, oh, so she just wants to kill all these big companies so that we have to pay. $40 for an Apple cord instead of $7 for the Amazon one. You know, she's trying to... I can't remember the exact quote, but he's like... Um, he said that in trying, AOC blocked 25,000 jobs from New York or whatever. Yeah, and then he also said that like she's trying to block us from the freedom that big business allows us or something. The companies you love oh, was the exact Jesus. phrasing he yeah. used. Wow. And he's just obviously just some stupid capitalist chud. He got... Ca- hey... And the one the thing about this guy I, I won't, you know, try to knock him for is, I mean, if I was him, I'd probably, like, I'd, I would realize how ca- great capitalism is. Because for him, capitalism worked. Right, yeah. The, prob- the problem is that capitalism doesn't work for most people. But you're trying to explain to somebody, like, I was arguing the guy the other day about, about people who, like myself or whatever, who don't have, like, well-paying jobs. And the guy was like, well, just get better skills and get a better job. And I said, okay, sure, let's play out the fantasy scenario where somehow every person acquires better skills and gets a better job. Who then is going to do the shit work they left behind? Who's going to flip the burgers and sort the packages? And we've discussed this before. That is where, at the end of the day, all of this capitalist shit breaks down. Is this, this weird idea that everyone can just go out and get a better job. Um, that's flawed because, one... Once everyone can get these better jobs, not only will those jobs pay less, but they won't, there still won't be enough of those jobs. There, like, if everyone becomes a programmer, there won't be enough programming jobs, and we'll be in the same scenario we are now. Um, and also, people still have to do those other jobs. I don't understand where they think, like, 
if where do they think that Amazon's going to get their money for if people aren't working in their warehouse? Where do they think that Uber is going to get their money for if people can't drive? Like, where where do they think these companies are going to get this money from if there's no one at the bottom? Yeah, it's like it's like capitalism is built on a hierarchy, and that hierarchy needs to be there. There has to be poor people, and there has to be rich people. You can't lose one of those two classes because then the whole system breaks down. It requires a boot stomping on the face of the poor. Right? It's just how it's going to have to be. Yeah. Like, you can't do it any other way. There is one way out of it, which people always want to talk about, is automation. Oh, we'll just automate the burger flippers and the fucking drivers out of existence. And I'm like, okay, well, what happens to them then? Where that's do they go? The first, that's when the first scenario goes into play. Let's say every one of them gets a new skill. They become an engineer, a fucking paralegal, a, a nurse practitioner, any like one of these jobs that you can go get vocational skills for. They all go get it. There won't be enough of those jobs, and we'll still have a bunch of unemployed people, no matter what. Yeah. You can automate all you want, but you cannot automate without making you know economic safety nets for the dozens and dozens of thousands of people who won't have jobs anymore. Yeah. And it's it's like one of those things where, okay, well let's let's and then then okay, let's say what happens to those people then. What happens if they if they don't have any more jobs and they're they're always been automated out of existence and there's no social safety net for them. Which they die. I, yeah, it's genocide. That's the only option. Like that's it. <laughs> I mean what else are you yeah. gonna do? I just like, watched an episode of Futurama right before you recorded this. Where um, Fry and Bender get framed for robbing a bank. Well, they kind of rob the bank, but they, they get framed. <laughs> and they're being sentenced, though. Their lawyer decides to plead insanity for them. Like, oh, they're insane. That's why they did this. And then they all they get sent to um, an insane asylum, or like a whatever you call it. And Bender is going to get sent to one for robots. And they're like, all right, Fry, you're getting sent, sent to the one for humans. And then the, the bailiff is like, but judge... There, those places are full ever since you made being poor illegal. <laughs> and he was just like, he was just like, yeah, whatever, you know. He's like, he's like, the only poor people I want talking to me are the ones who are like giving me a massage. And it's like that's a hilarious joke, but eerily accurate. Yeah. To what's happening to people now. And I just want to point out real quick the other possibility of this. Well, I've seen people say, like, oh, well, not everyone wants to get a better job. Some people just don't have the ambition. They don't have the drive to go get a better job. And they'll just have to work those shitty jobs forever. And my response was, so what you're saying is that some people should just live without dignity. They should just live yeah. and, and get paid nothing to do terrible work. For why? Like, why does society require that? And they, they don't really have an answer for that because it sounds evil to say that they just think some people are better than others. But it's what they think. It's, it's how it is. Yep. All right, well, I have one more thing I want to talk to you all about before we go. All right. This is one of the most evil things I've seen, but it happens all the time, and I feel like we need to talk about it on the podcast. <coughs> um, so there's this guy. His name is Jose Flores. Um, and he was a construction worker in Massachusetts. Um, he was an illegal, or as they, saw, as they say, an illegal immigrant. I call them refugees. They came here from Honduras uh, because to escape the violence of their country. Uh, by the way, Honduras' violence was started by America, funding right-wing militia groups in the country to, to shut down socialists there. Yes. So they came to America to start working. Well, on the job, he injured himself. He fell off of a ladder. Sorry, he injured himself. He fell off a ladder at a job site and broke his femur bone in his leg. Now it turns out that his company he was working for was, of course, paying him under the table illegally because you can't. You're not legally allowed to hire, you know, uh, undocumented workers. 
Um, and it says, right, but, but under case law of Massachusetts, undocumented workers are eligible for the same benefits as any other worker injured in the state. That's nice. So do you want to know what happened to him? What? They I, deported him. I can only imagine something awful. He showed up to meet with the representatives from his company about his fucking workers' top, and he walked into a room with two ICE agents who arrested him for, to, to be deported. Wow. His company sold them out. I didn't think I'd be right. Out. Holy crap. They I, did wish not that I, wouldn't, I wish that I didn't guess that. They did not want to pay for his fucking uh, uh, workers' comp payments, so they sold him out to fucking ICE. <sighs> so now he's going to get deported. Isn't it that America is supposed to be the land of the free and the great melting pot? And we still do shit like this? <laughs> Until they have to pay you for yeah. something. It just This is fucking evil, dude. And I, I want to call it out, by the way, on the podcast, because people need to fucking know the name of the company that did this. I know it doesn't... We, we have, like, a, a small audience or whatever... And it doesn't really matter. But I'm gonna say it fucking anyways because it's in the it's in this article. Uh, if I could find the name, which I know is in here, <laughs> sorry, it was Microsoft. It was sorry. Microsoft. T- Terra Construction, who declined to comment from Massachusetts, is responsible for for this travesty. So uh, fuck Terra Construction. Yeah. Yeah. How about we Terra you a new asshole? <laughs> fucking idiots. Uh, so, I mean, this guy, is, he has a wife and two kids, and they might also get deported back to Honduras uh, because of this. So, yeah, fuck terror construction and fuck the system that allows this to happen. Um, this, this, is, this is a workers' rights issue. Yep. It can happen to anybody. Yeah, and they, just if you're a legal immigrant, hey, good luck getting fucking deported back to your country because your company doesn't want to pay for your fucking surgeries. Now you have to fucking be on a boat back to Honduras with a broken femur. Yeah, they said he might be disabled for six months because of this. And yeah, probably more than that. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's that's how long it was when my femur broke. <laughs> it's, it's you actually, did you actually break your femur? Yeah. Oh wow. I hear it fucking sucks. It does. You, you, like you don't understand how much your femur does until you can't fucking use it. I mean, to be fair, I did lose a foot, so. Oh, true, true. But then again, what are your feet do? If you don't, if you don't have them, what, what are they? What are they gonna do? But the funny he thing about his leg. So, Marcus, you're you're laid up for about six months, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was walking around in fucking three months. Well, they just took yours off, right? Yeah, it was cut off. Okay. It came off it by itself, but yeah. <laughs> well, not by itself. Had some mechanical help from the barbed wire yeah. fence. He, he he went and got elective <laughs> leg removal surgery. Uh, but yeah, like um, a lizard, I just popped it off because I was yeah. scared. <laughs> but for like the first, because I was in the hospital for a week at the least, and like, oh my god, I I had to like hop over to the toilet, and like those vibrations of me hopping hurt my leg. <laughs> God damn, dude. I moved my hip the wrong way. Oh, it hurt my freaking femur. I was just like, oh my god. How and am I, I can, supposed to I do can this? only imagine what you did to that poor toilet after that. <laughs> <laughs> funny enough, I was constipated because of the freaking drugs I was taking. Yep. That is funny. So, they didn't give you a yeah. fucking bedpan, dude? Um, No. 
That's fucking crazy. Even I got to Honestly, I wouldn't want to use it anyway. Like, can you poop in a bedpan? That's what it's for. Yeah. What do you think it's for? Peeing. <laughs> no, it's a toilet for pooping. Damn. So both. I would never poop in a, a fucking whatever. Yeah, I, I, I didn't want anyway. to either. I think I, I did it once. <laughs> the yeah. you just said. You know, I, know, I, forgot, I forgot the name right there. <laughs> It's a saucepan, right? That's what it's the poop is the sauce. Oh, yeah. That's what I normally put in it. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> but that sucks, man. Like, that fucking it blows. Really does. Constipated, got your fucking broken femur. Mm-hmm. We all fucking laid up here at some point on the podcast. But I think we're I think we're done for the week, y'all. Yeah, I think we're good. All right. Cool, cool. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, you can find me on Twitter. I am at MCSurf. I'm on Twitter at Life of Seth, exclusively NBA talk. I'm not on anything because I live under a rock. I thought you had Instagram now. Don't oh, plug yeah, your Instagram. Just, yeah, well, why? My Instagram's good. Okay, then plug it. Go ahead. I, I can't remember it right now. Oh my <laughs> god! <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Uh, all right. Well, um, our um, art was done by Marcus. Thank mm-hmm. you, Marcus, what, for the what? art. Our no theme problem, song was no done by Ben Powell. He has a podcast called Southern Smackdown where they talk about wrestling and they're both from the South. So if you're into that, check it out. He's also been on this podcast before. He has. Uh, let's see here. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it get under it. Um, fuck Kevin Durant, Tom Brady, and the movie First Reformed. And also Terra Construction. Yeah, and Terra oh, Construction. Oh, and Terra Construction. All, All right, right, I want to try one. Can I, can I try one today? Yes. Go for it. If Donald Trump can do it, you can probably do it better. Okay. Um, we've stopped trying to solve our problems. We're just trying to outlive them. And from New Orleans to New York, that's the Illinois Podcast, baby. We're out. Out. Woo.